Welcome to the Intuitively You podcast, where we chat all things intuitive eating, body image, finding peace with food, and so much more. I'm your host, Jen Baswick, intuitive eating dietitian and embodiment coach, and I'm your guide along your journey to food freedom so that you can improve your relationship with food and your body to no longer hold you back from living your best, most fulfilling life. We'll be chatting about all the real talk, the tips and tricks, the struggles, and most importantly, how you, yes you, can finally find peace with food and your body. After each episode, I'll be sure to wrap it up with some takeaways for you to implement in your life, so make sure to stick around until the end. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Oh, the holidays. What a time to be someone who struggles in your relationship with food or someone who is on a healing journey to improve your relationship with food. Whatever it is, the holidays can be extra stressful when it comes to food and eating. So if you're someone who knows that feeling, you know the impact that the holiday season has on your relationship with food, whether that is just stressing over the abundance of treats or fun foods or family gatherings or friend gatherings surrounded around food, Or if it's that you kind of go into like this effort mentality that it's the end of the year, doesn't matter, we might as well go all in and eat all the things and then we can try again and start again in January, then I'll be healthy. And it turns into this like out of control feeling throughout the entire holiday season and experience. No matter what holiday you celebrate, you may know this feeling and you may know this feeling well. I used to be someone who experienced this a lot and felt very weird and funky around the holiday season because it just heightened my struggles with food and brought them to the surface more, made me have to think about them more or do things that I thought, you know, would make me quote unquote good around food and be more intentional as I thought in relation to trying to be as healthy as possible by eating as clean as possible and trying to control myself around the fun foods and not have them and all of that stuff. And we're going to get into a lot more detail in this episode about not stressing over holiday food and holiday eating experiences so that you can just truly enjoy the holidays without all of this extra layer of stress and guilt and shame and funky feelings towards food and your relationship with food. That's what this episode is all about. I'm releasing it before we really get into the thick of the holiday season as we wrap out 2023. So I hope it will serve you well, but know that even though we're just talking about the holidays specifically in this episode, these things still relate to any time in your relationship with food. So you can learn them now for the holidays, but also take this stuff into the rest of your relationship with food and the rest of your experiences with food beyond the holiday season. And I think that's really important. Everything that we learn when it comes to improving a relationship with food is, you know, tools and skills that last a lifetime, not just for certain seasons, but for ever. (laughs) And that may sound 
dramatic, but it's true. The thing about food freedom and intuitive eating is that these things never need to end. And that might feel a little scary at the same time, because with diets, we're like, here's the start date and the end date, this 21 days or 30 days or however long is the period, the time period where I'm implementing these things. But the thing with that is that it's not sustainable. I want to teach you sustainable things that are going to help you stress less and feel better around food. And this episode is specifically around unique experiences that come up and are heightened around the holiday season. If you're like, yes, I need support around eating in the holidays and not feeling all of these off funky ways in your relationship with food, I would love to invite you to something that is free and so jam-packed with goodness to help and support you. And that is my new stress-free holiday eating free masterclass. I'm really excited to bring this one to you, and it is going to be a one-hour, jam-packed, action-oriented masterclass that you can walk away from with some tangible skills and tools to feel good throughout the holiday season with eating and all of the experiences that come around it, right? So, This is absolutely free. It is going to be something that if you like this episode, we're going a lot deeper in the free masterclass and you're going to get some extra bonus resources if you sign up for this masterclass as well. It is going to be live on Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023 at 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be virtually on Zoom. We're going to hang out together then (laughs) and it's totally free. So you've got nothing to lose. Sign up for this one. There is going to be a replay. I will say that. So if you can't make it specifically for that time, if you have some other commitment or something like that, you can watch the replay. There will be a limited time where you can watch the replay, but it will be available so you can go on over to the show notes and head to theintuitivenutritionist.com slash holiday eating masterclass. That is the URL. Don't worry, you don't have to go type that all out for yourself. Just go click the link in the show notes and you can sign up right now and you will get reminded when the masterclass is coming out and you'll get the free resources that come along with it. I'm so excited for this one. Really, this stress-free holiday eating masterclass is going to teach you how to feel less out of control and more in control with all of the fun, novel holiday treats that come up this time of year. It will also teach you how to feel your best and not so icky while eating at all of those holiday dinners and feasts. It'll also help you to not let all the negative diet and body talk from people around you get to you. And lastly, we're also going to cover how to practice letting go of any food guilds or big emotions that might come up around the holidays too. So many things, so many wonderful things for your relationship with food during this season. And like I was saying in the intro as well, this stuff is super important for the holidays since all of our struggles with food are so heightened, but also are going to propel you into positive momentum for your relationship with food healing experience now and beyond. So I'm really excited for this one. I 
have, you know, newly fallen in love with doing these free live events with you. And with this one, with the stress-free holiday eating masterclass, you're going to get a totally value-packed, engaging, interactive, hour-long masterclass. So it would be amazing for you to show up live if you can. You'll also get some guided activities and prompts that you can take and apply into your real life. And they're really tangible. I really want you to be able to actually apply because learning is wonderful and I want to teach you and I want you to learn. But really the work comes from applying these things to your life. So I'm going to give you some tangible things for you to be able to do that. And lastly, you're going to get a free downloadable PDF workbook that you can use alongside the masterclass, and it'll have everything in it that you need for stress-free holiday eating. So if you're ready to stop stressing over food and truly enjoy your holiday season and be present for all of the joys that come with the holiday season, head on over to the show notes and sign up for the free stress-free holiday eating masterclass. There's a lot of free words in there, but go on over there, sign up now. You won't regret it, I promise. And I can't wait to hang out with you there. Okay, so let's chat about the holiday season and how we stress over food and our eating experiences and all of the things that are oh so heightened in our relationship with food and our struggles during the holiday season. Again, doesn't matter which holidays that you specifically celebrate or you know what it is exactly that you're doing. These experiences are pretty universal. Um, it just might differ between what types of foods you might have during your celebrations. So know that these apply to everyone, no matter what holidays that you celebrate. And before I begin, I do hope you have a beautiful, lovely holiday season filled with lots of joy and presence and special moments and making memories. And all I really want for you is to uncloud the struggles that food, you know, struggling in our relationship with food puts over top of all of the joy that is to be experienced in our lives. And really, that's my goal to help you with is to allow you to unblock and uncover all of these struggles with food so that you can let them go and come into and step into the life that you are meant to live and the life that you're meant to enjoy. Like life is meant to be enjoyed. We only really have a short period of time here in our lives on earth and I want you to enjoy it. I want you to enjoy the holidays, especially the ones that only come around once a year. Let's be present for them. Let's work on healing our relationship with food so we can be present, especially present with the people we love and celebrating and all of this good stuff. And I'm not going to get so deep here. I'll, I'll stop on my little rant, but that's all I want for you is for you to be present in these moments of your life. And I know you want that too. So I'm excited to support you on that in this episode and further in the free masterclass, which I'm so excited about. But I wanted to kick this episode off with just kind of shedding light on what makes the holiday season especially difficult if you're someone who struggles with food. And this one is something, you know, I used to experience myself. And just to share a little tidbit about my past experience with holidays, 
it was a variety of things. So when I was kind of in the thick of things that were going on in my relationship with food and struggling in my relationship with food and really being steeped in diet culture and the diet cycle, I actually would bring separate foods for myself to eat to holiday gatherings. And if that's not a red flag, I don't know what is. Like looking back, I can see it, but in the moment I thought I was being so healthy and, you know, even just like like I'm being so good and not giving into all of these other foods that are part of this traditional holiday meal. I'm just, you know, doing the healthy foods and not enjoying everything else because that's not healthy. And yeah, now looking back, I can see how disordered that is. Um, And yeah, that was me. I would bring things or I would say no to a lot of the dishes that were um, presented in front of me, even if I liked them. Like I think there's a big difference between saying no to something that you truly just don't enjoy and you don't want to eat it versus saying no to something that you really do enjoy and you really do want to eat, but you're saying no to it because you think it's unhealthy or you think it's bad or you think it's going to make you fat, whatever the messaging is in your mind, in your inner food police, the intention behind those food choices is the important part. So I was definitely in the camp of saying no to those because I didn't think I was allowed or I wasn't allowing myself to eat those things because they were quote unquote unhealthy. Of course, I see that differently now, but those are two of the things on kind of the restriction side that was happening for me during the holiday season. But then what would inevitably happen on kind of more of the out of control side of things is that you know, all of the fun foods and all of the treats are around in abundance during holiday seasons. And I would try so hard not to have them. But then inevitably, usually after things wind down and I was more kind of on my own, then I would be totally out of control around them. Um, with the treats, what, whether that's cookies or whatever leftovers there were, whatever, I would binge them and kind of have that experience of going all in like, all right, well, I had one now, might as well eat them all. And then they'll be out of my hair. And then I don't have to worry about stressing about them anymore. That whole thing that if you are someone who resonates with this podcast, you know that feeling. So that was that. And then also I, you know, at the holiday meals, eating past that comfy level of fullness, which is not, you know, um, not not normal. (laughs) It is very normal to overeat at holiday meals, but beating myself up about it so much and feeling so guilty and so much shame that it was just such a miserable experience. And I love the holidays. The holidays are a really special time for me. My family has always celebrated the holidays. And um, if you know this, my mom passed away years and years ago, but she loved the holidays, especially Christmas. And I treasure those times of year because they remind me of her and experiences that I had with her and really carrying on the traditions 
into my life, especially ones that, you know, we used to make sugar cookies together every year. And I I don't want to not enjoy those experiences because of some rules that someone put in my head about what foods I can and can't have. Anyways, that is a little glimpse into what my past was like with holidays and holiday eating. And maybe you can see a little bit of yourself in that too. But that's my experience. I also you know, what's really important to me is to support you in your experiences. And I know we're all unique, but there are a lot of parallels that happen. So the other day before recording this, I asked um, on a poll on Instagram what you all struggle with most when it comes to holidays and holiday eating and the food during holidays. And some common, you know, repeated things that I heard were, and I quote, I'm going to read you quotes from ones that I pulled. Um, So constant sugary food around and loss of control around them, aka no happy medium. Yep. Also kind of similarly, someone said the FOMO feeling for foods that only comes at the holidays. So those, you know, novel foods that are around during the holidays. And then people also said, you know, I'll stop eating if I feel full, but I still eat more than I should in one sitting and feel really crummy about it. Another person said overeating at holiday meals, and there were a lot of similar ones along those lines of being able to stop eating and not overeating. And then also another theme that emerged from these Instagram responses from you guys was, you know, people talking about diets. And then someone said, you know, makes me feel crabby being around certain family members who are so in diet culture. Yeah, (laughs) all of this is so, so true. And from, you know, my own experiences, the experiences I see in clients when we work around stuff around the holidays and from your responses over in the community on Instagram, I came up with three main themes that I want to talk to you about in this episode And those are the novelty around fun holiday foods and feeling out of control around with them. The second being feasts and big holiday dinners and the aspect of overeating during those. And then the last one being diet talk from others that often comes up during holiday gatherings, whether that's family members or friends or whoever. So let's talk about the three of those things. So first up, Novel, fun, holiday foods. These are the ones that come around usually once a year, certain things, certain elements to those foods. Like you could think, you know, certain pies maybe, or even drinks like pumpkin spice lattes during the fall time and then transitioning into like gingerbread lattes or um, whichever ones you enjoy. I'm thinking of like the Starbucks drinks those types of things or sugar cookies or all the different types of desserts that you may have in abundance around you. Someone even said, um, or a couple foods that came through in that Instagram poll I mentioned were bread and candies and nuts. So it could be anything, right? But these things are, you know, different elements of them are more abundant and readily available and out in front of your face during the holidays, especially if they're at holiday gatherings, you're at a place that's not necessarily your own home in your own environment. 
maybe you don't buy these things for yourself and they're just out in front of you and you're like, oh my God, they're calling my name. I can't stop thinking about them. They're right there. So whatever food it is, there can be so many different novel fun foods during the holidays and we can feel out of control around them especially if you feel out of control around fun foods, generally speaking, these can be even more tricky. And I'm going to tell you why. With the fun foods that come out at the holidays, there is an extra element on top of them just being fun foods, right? Like we think of treats and desserts and stuff like that. Generally, any time of the year, are things that we kind of feel out of control around, or you could, right? If you're on a journey to overcoming binge eating, overeating, emotional eating, and you're making peace with food, those are typically the foods that we feel out of control around. But ones that are novel, so ones that only come around once a year or at certain holidays, those can be extra magnetizing because we're only getting them once per year. So really, what you want to think about here is, if we kind of backtrack, how you go about making peace with food in general is what we call habitualizing it. And really, all that fancy word means is making it a more normal part and consistent part of your experience so that you're habitualizing yourself to making that food more normal and allowed and unconditionally, you know, you have the unconditional permission to eat it. And that comes from more exposure to those types of foods. And that's what makes it especially tricky with the novel holiday fun foods. So we got to kind of finesse and play with the nuances here when it comes to novel fun foods, right? So generally speaking, the best way to go about feeling more comfortable around the fun foods at the holidays is having those foods or very similar foods, right? All year round, all year round. So if it's, you know, cookies, like the holiday cookies are something that feels especially hard. How can you have a different element of that all year round to help yourself make peace with that type of food so that when the holiday season comes around, you don't feel so out of control around it. But of course, sometimes that can be hard with certain foods. Maybe they are truly foods that you can only get a certain time of year or you only make certain time of year or whatever that may be. With that, we just need to accept and understand how this is part of our experience. And a lot of that comes from having an awareness of what's going on in our relationship with food. So that's why I'm shedding light on it and explaining it to you here so that you can know what's going on and take your power back in the sense of, okay, I do feel out of control around these foods because they are novel and I do only get them once a year, but I have the power to choose what I do right? And that can lie in really shifting your mindset about these foods, right? Not looking at them as good or bad. Well, these ones we're talking about, you probably look at as bad. Shifting that they're not bad. These are not bad foods. They are foods that bring so much joy, so much tasty satisfaction, maybe a lot of nostalgia. A lot of these holiday foods, for me especially, bring nostalgia, And it has so many positive qualities about them that we can 
really shift into viewing them from that lens rather than viewing them from, oh, that's so bad. That's so many calories. That's so much sugar. This is so bad. I shouldn't eat it. Like, no, it's okay. It's okay to eat these foods. All foods fit in a healthy overall lifestyle and well-being. Don't want to restrict them because if we restrict them and we place them off limits on our mind, it's only going to make them feel even more magnetizing. So this comes from giving yourself the permission to allow them, right? And just doing that and having that mindset shift can be so powerful. So I want you to, you know, I'm going to leave you with that on this point. Know that there is a lot more (laughs) that could go into this. And I'm excited to uncover a lot of the pieces and how to like tangibly go about these things in the free masterclass for you, the stress-free holiday eating masterclass. Um, But these novel fun foods, you can take your power back with them. And it just takes a little bit of intentionality of going about making peace with them and being able to have an experience where you are empowered in your food decisions rather than feeling like the food's controlling you. Okay. So that is the first piece. The second one that I mentioned is around holiday meals, like bigger holiday gatherings and feasts. So those are really an element where overeating comes into play. The feeling of this is so tasty. I just can't stop. And then you're distracted talking to everyone else around and you want more of that thing and more of this thing. And then you just, you get to the like unbutton your pants, uncomfortable fullness level that you're like, why did I wear these tight pants? That was a mistake. (laughs) So I'm sure everyone knows that feeling. Pro tip, Do not wear tight pants to a holiday meal. It's just going to make you feel more icky and also contributes to negative body image. That's a whole other thing. But wear some stretchy pants or or a dress or something that is flowy for your stomach to um, expand in so that you feel comfortable and don't exacerbate these uncomfy feelings. So really, I do want to say it is completely normal to overeat at holiday meals. Totally normal. We are human. We are all human. These times are, you know, ones that we want to enjoy. And for all the reasons I said before, there's lots of fun foods around, maybe different foods that you don't normally have on the table for any kind of holiday gathering. Maybe you're distracted while you're eating because you're at a table filled with lots of people or, you know, you're just not paying attention to those hunger fullness cues or you just want to taste more of it. And, you know, all of that's okay. It's okay to overeat sometimes. I am a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor, help people healing their relationship with food and connecting to their body's cues. And I do get to a point that is past a comfortable level of fullness at holiday meals sometimes. And that's okay. I share that because I want to normalize that. You don't need to feel bad about it. It is a human experience. We are not perfect. And I think that's something that is important to be said with intuitive eating. Yes, we want to be aware. And yes, we want to be mindful of our hunger and fullness cues. But they are not rules and hard, fast, all or nothing things to be following. It's okay 
if you are not perfect on that front all the time. And it is very common to get past a point of over fullness at holiday meals. So please know that, please hear that. And please, you know, breathe into that and know like, okay, yeah, I'm human. This is okay. This is normal. And also, since all of this is very nuanced, I'm sure you know, at the same time, you do deserve to feel your best about all of your eating experiences. And if it's not feeling good to you, you deserve to do a little bit of something to make yourself feel better, right? So really how we can go about that with holiday meals and not feeling so uncomfy or getting to that point of overeating is just bringing a little bit of extra mindfulness into our experience, right? And that can look like a lot of things. That can look like taking a deep breath before you start that meal. Maybe it is serving yourself a little bit less at the beginning so that you can have a cue to check in with your body before you continue eating. And I say check in and meaning really, truly just a check in. You are definitely allowed to get seconds. (laughs) That is not something that we're trying to stop. It's just bringing in an element of checking in with yourself. Maybe it is, you know, just taking a moment between conversations that are happening to look at your food and just look at it and be like, am I enjoying this? How is this going? How am I feeling? Quick little questions to yourself and then continue, right? However mindfulness looks for you, it is trickier and it is going to be tricky during a meal with lots of people around, period. Like that, it it just is. (laughs) But however you can bring that in, um, even like picturing yourself being mindful beforehand, maybe that will help. There could be so many things, but being a little bit extra mindful can help. And I think also like I said with the previous point in making peace with food in general, knowing your hunger and fullness cues in general kind of before getting into these situations can help tremendously to be more aware and be more um, you know, present to understanding when your comfortable level of fullness is and being able to actually stop around that point. Maybe we still get a little bit to that, you know, past comfortable point. It's okay. But Practicing these things as much as you can helps you to um, feel more confident going into these experiences. And a big thing here too with the feasts and the holiday meals is letting go of the guilt, right? Because like I said, overeating is human and we're going to do that. And it is part of a human experience. But what makes it even worse is when we beat ourselves up about it. And when we get guilty and feel shameful and feel like we're such a failure or such a bad person for going down that road, that is not helping you. You cannot shame your way into a positive, healthy life. No, that's what diet culture kind of teaches us. Like the more you punish yourself and the more you, you know, are hard on yourself and push yourself and do all these like things, the more you're going to have a healthful life. No, that doesn't get us anywhere. That just makes us feel worse. And then it feeds into the cycle of trying to restrict and then overdoing it and and feeling guilty and shameful all over again. So letting go of guilt is a big one here too. However, you can practice that letting go, whether that's giving yourself reminders or mantras or breathing and sitting with yourself and telling yourself it's okay. 
or getting into community even better. That's what I love to do with folks that I help is showing them they're not alone. You're so not alone and you do not have to feel guilty. Okay, third thing, diet talk. All of the diet talk comes out of the woodworks during the holidays. You know, we all know it. We all have that one aunt or cousin or you know, whoever that likes to talk about diets, likes to make comments on other people's food choices, other people's bodies, whatever it is, that can be so prevalent during holiday times because maybe we're only around these people during the holidays and maybe they are people in our lives who are very, you know, stuck in diet culture. And it makes us feel so crummy to hear these things, to be in around these things. Maybe you internalize some of those comments. Maybe you take it as fact. Maybe certain comments about food choices or diets or whatever makes you second guess yourself on your journey, right? It can impact you in so many ways. Maybe it just like makes you feel really anxious or makes your blood boil a little bit or whatever the experience is we can feel so off just because of other people's comments. And what is the unfortunate part here is we cannot control others, right? As much as we would love to be like, you know what, Aunt Karen, shut up. (laughs) Stop talking about this. I don't want to hear it. As much as we want to just like, you know, turn it off, we can't control them. What we can control is our experience and our reaction to these things. So there are so many layers to this topic and is something that I love helping my clients through is how to interact with um, diet talk from others. But really, we want to think about a few things. So we want to think about potential boundaries, right? Like, can we set a boundary here? Is that something that we can do or would that not be receptive? Is it you know not worth my time to set that boundary? really deciding that for yourself in in whatever dynamic it is. And then learning how to potentially shift the conversation, right? Whether you want to, you know, ignore it and switch to something else or be very direct and make a comment back at them or share what you're doing or whatever. We want to learn how to engage with this type of talk while we're on a food freedom journey of our own and, and not quite maybe even confident about intuitive eating principles ourselves yet. How do we you know, engage? How do we interact? How do we talk about this stuff? Learning that. And then also I think the most important part is learning to not internalize it and learning to let it go. I think that's huge because really the moments may happen, but the spirals that we go down is what makes us feel even worse. So we want to be able to not take what people, other people are saying as fact and knowing that they can have their own opinions about food or diets or whatever, but that's not your truth. That's not what you want for yourself and reminding yourself why, right? Like, why is that, that that's something that I don't want to go down that road anymore? Like even reminding yourself from your past experiences, how did that go last time? I tried to take diet advice from so-and-so, or I tried to do that kind of program, or I limited my food choices because I was afraid of what they were going to say. How does that actually go for me? Not great. Okay. That's information. How can we shift that? How can we change that to be something that you know aligns with what you want for yourself and your goals and your healing journey? So 
really what we're doing here is along the lines of boundaries, conversations, and not internalizing this diet talk from others. There you have it, my friends. Those are the main things that I want you to think about as you're going into the holiday seasons, whatever holidays that you celebrate. I am excited for you to celebrate and I'm really hoping that you can have less stress and more presence during this holiday season and just soak up all of the joy and, you know, cheer and, um, happiness that comes along with the holiday season. I think it's beautiful for all, like all of us to experience that in any ways that we can. And we really just scratched the surface in this episode. I can only talk on these things so long in these episodes, but I really do hope you gain some wonderful insights and um, nuggets from this episode. And if you want to take this a step further, be sure to join us for the stress-free holiday eating free masterclass. It is going to be on Wednesday, November 22nd from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. And it's totally free. A replay will be available. Although I will say you will want to be there live if you can, because the vibes and the energy of when this community comes together is outstanding. And we can feel that and stand even stronger together in community through the computer. Honestly, it you can feel it. So be there live if you can. Set this time in your calendar right now. Block it off. Make an appointment with yourself. And I can't wait to see you there. It's time to stop stressing over food and truly enjoy your holiday season. I can't wait to give you more tips on this, more tangible stuff, a whole workbook, you know, all the good stuff to feel good this holiday season and beyond. So you can go sign up at the link in the show notes, theintuitivenutritionist.com slash holiday eating masterclass. I'll see you there. Thanks so much for listening to the Intuitively You podcast. You can find the show notes from today's episode along with all the takeaways at theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast. Let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at the.intuitive.nutritionist. Be sure to share and tag me when you're listening along. And if you're loving the podcast, I would be so honored for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button and leave a review. I'm so happy you're here and learning how to better your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. Until next time, keep on living intuitively you.